0: Good morning and welcome to the morning buzz. My name is Beth and I am happy to be here with you this morning on this Tuesday morning here in Pennsylvania. I am enjoying a little bit of sunshine today and that is nice and it left me with kind of a warm fuzzy glow this morning. I got up thinking about what is love. What is love to you and what is love to me? You know, I grew up a 90s girl. So, I grew up thinking, you know, that love was movies and love was Nicholas Sparks books and love was in the air and love was everywhere. Let me tell you something. I think that our idea of love may have been just a little bit skewed. I don't know about you, but I think so. So I was digging a little bit deeper into what is love. You know, it's funny with all of the movies that we grew up watching in the 90s. I was born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s. And, you know, all of the movies that we grew up watching had a similar theme to love. You know, it's kind of funny. The cartoon movies that we grew up watching, I don't know if anyone else noticed this but me, there was always an absent mom. Or the mom was killed, or had been murdered, or just wasn't there. And the love story was always a young woman who was out on her own trying to make it in the world with an absent mom, and a hero came in and swept her off her feet. And she never could make it on her own, or she was trying to. And when she did, there was always some story that went awry in the middle of it where she needed a hero to rescue her. Well, for a young woman, that story, you know, could take shape in your life if you just all of a sudden became the damsel in distress. My favorite story growing up and my favorite book to read was The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks. Can I get a round of applause for anybody? That book was amazing. And then... They made the movie, and I don't know about you, but I think it was the best movie ever. When Noah came in and swept Allie off of her feet in that little town, it was like magical, warm, fuzzy lights went off in everybody's little young spirit at that time. I set off on a mission to find my Noah. I think everyone did at that time. It was like it's what we all needed to search for, but why? Why was it that we needed a Noah and why were we the alley? It was funny. It was like we were the heartthrob that like pounded and beat, you know, and it was the beat of America. You know, he was awful cute, you know, and for all of us, it may not have even been what we thought was attractive at the time. But he was cute and sweet and he came in and swept her off her feet. The ending? Oh my gosh. Could it have been any better? The way the story ended and they died in each other's arms in a loving embrace? I mean, really though? She ends up getting a degenerative di- mental disorder where her brain starts to fade away and he comes every single day and reads them the story of their life? I mean, how horribly sad And as Christians, we know that, you know, these things are real life battles that happen in marriages. I mean, really? And he stood by her and he, you know, he loved her through it and he went and he battled through it. And then just peekaboos of her memory would come back. This is a very, very, very sad love story. And yet that's what we all wanted, right? Then we go into thinking about the music that was kind of around at that time I think it was the Hathaway, I think that's how you say it, with the song, What is Love? Think about it. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Obviously, I'm not an incredible singer, but think about the words of that song, you know? Then it goes to say, uh, no, I don't know Uh, why you're not fair. I give you my love, but you don't care. So what is right and what is wrong? give me a sign. I mean, think about the words of these songs that we're singing. We're singing over and over and over, but this is what we're thinking is a fun song to sing over and over and over our lives. So we've got the notebook that is perpetuating this love story that we just think is amazing. She falls in love with another man in the story, and yet she comes back. She has you know, a moment, a momentary lapse of judgment while she goes and actually sleeps with another man while she's engaged. But that's all correct in the eyes of the storytelling event, right? So we're, promo- we're promoting, you know, promiscuality and everything else. But the story's just so beautiful that we all overlook all of this, right? So then we go back and we've got this song, right? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Then we go and we look at the songs we listened to even younger. Look at Kiss the Girl by The Little Mermaid. Okay, this gets a little bit strange. The words are, there you see her sitting there across the way. She don't got a lot to say, but there's something about her. And you don't know why, but you're you're dying to try, but you wanna kiss the girl. Yes, you want her, Look at her, you know you do. Possible she wants you too, there is one way to ask her. And it doesn't take a word, not a single word, go on and kiss the girl. All right, first of all, you've got a young maiden sitting in a boat who has run away from home. She doesn't have a voice no mother to be found. Once again, she doesn't have a voice to say, no, I don't want a kiss. No, I don't want to. She's sitting there flirting with her eyes, but the boy wants a kiss. So he's just going to go ahead and take it. And he, you know, he knows he wants her. So he's going to go ahead and take the kiss anyway. Now think about a young woman or a young little girl 10, 11, 12, 13. I mean, let's just be realistic. Everybody's got hormones raging like crazy. They're sitting there peering at the screen, the edge of their seats. They wanna know what's gonna happen. They're hearing this little song in the back of their mind. Can't you just hear Sebastian in your head? There you see her, sitting there across the way. I mean, you can almost relive your little moment In the movie theater with your popcorn throwing it at your face, just you can't even wait to imagine what's going to happen next. And you're already falling in love with Prince Eric and Kiss the Girl, the song everyone probably knows every single lyric to. So let's go and let's kind of get a more clear view of what we should have been focusing on, what love is. What does the Bible say? Love is. Well, we know it's not the notebook, and we know for a fact that it's not the lyrics to kiss the girl from The Little Mermaid, and we know it's not, What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. So, what is love? Well, let's look at 1 Corinthians 13 4 through 8. Love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy or boast, it is not arrogant. It is not rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. So let's just take a second and kind of just think back to our teenage years. I don't know about you, but I had a hard time when I was a teenager. For me, I started searching for my Noah when I was a kiddo. And I think that movies like that, that perpetuated this whole reckless household, reckless life scene, you know, where it was just find your prince and fall in love, really did perpetuate a young life of, you know, havoc in a young woman's life. You know, you start searching for that young love that's out there because it looks so enticing Instead of, you know, love does not insist on its own way. You know, love comes from the Father. Love comes from God. But I think a lot of us in that era, at least I can speak for myself, started looking for that movie love, that dramatized, you know, theatric love. Now we look at a quote. I I pulled a quote from C.S. Lewis. He wrote the Narnia series, and he's done a lot more than that. He was an excellent teacher. But he says, and I quote, you cannot love a fellow creature fully until you love God. Now, let me ask you this. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that we could not love each other until we fully love God? Well, I believe that it's because we were created in the image of God, and we are made in the likeness of God. So if we don't love God first and foremost, who we were created, we were created to love. So if we are not loving God, then how could we love each other? Turn with me over to 1 John 4, eight. It talks about God being love. It says, and I quote, Whoever does not love God, I'm sorry, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And then in verse nine, it says, this is how God showed his love to us. He sent his one and only son into the world so that we could have life through him. This is what real love is. It is not our love for God. It is God's love for us in sending his son be the way to take our sins. So love is pure. Love is precious. Love is something that I believe comes over time in a relationship. Love is faithful. Love is something that the movies make us think is a hype that, you know, I always heard somebody say, um, and my mom always said this to us growing up, and I didn't understand it until much later in my life. You know, I've already said that I I was divorced, but I will explain this. You know, my mom always said, if you fall into love, if you always say, "Oh, I fell in love," if you fall into love, you can fall out of love. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. God chose to love us. He chose to love us. He chose to create us in His image. So when we choose to love one another, when we choose as adults, when we choose to make a choice to love our spouse, even through the good times, the bad times, the hard times, we choose to stay in love. I'm going to switch over here to Ephesians 24 through 25. And it says, Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands. And husbands, love your wives just as the church, uh, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy. Does that mean that you should submit to one another? Yes. Does that mean that you should love each other and honor each other? As Christ loved the church, yes, you submit to each other. You love each other. Does that mean that you should take from each other without asking? No. Does that mean that you should do ugly things to each other? No. Does that mean that if something's going on, um, that you should just you know question and uh, there 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 is there is a book uh, and there is a book called um, the five love, love languages. And my husband and I took it on our honeymoon and we read this love language book on our honeymoon and we had so much fun reading it. Um, it's funny because you don't realize the way that each other is so different. You know that each other's different, but you don't realize how different each other is. And we dove into this book and we laughed our heads off thinking about all the different ways that you can, you know, lean into one another's love language. Um, these are the things, it's a great book, by the way. These are the things that I encourage um couples to do with one another that these movies don't encourage couples to do. You know, you could go get ice cream and skip down the road like Allie and Noah in the notebook and find that you're attracted to one another, yes. You know, you could. You know, kiss someone and feel sparks and feel like you're, you know, having this emotional connection with someone. Yes. But in order to learn the creature that God has set you with, you know, in a long term relationship for forever, and in order to make a lasting, lifelong lasting connection with a creature, you must first fall in love with God and fall in love with God together as a couple. I just encourage, um, Everyone out there, uh, if you did, you know, do what I did as a kid and watch these movies and fall in love with these love stories, um, with the Little Mermaid love story or the Notebook love story or Dear John or all of these well-written um, stories by these amazing authors, let me tell you that there is one author and one creator and his name is God. And he wrote the best story ever about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And if you want to learn the best love story, pick it up, and it's called the Bible. And it will tell you how to love and honor your spouse. And that is the best love story I have ever I have ever read, ever, point, blank, and simple. And it is teaching me daily how to love my spouse. So I just encourage you, and thank you for hanging out with me this morning. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry that I sang to you. I am not a great singer. I will tell you that right now. Sometimes I sing in the doghouse. So I hope that you guys have a wonderful, a wonderful Tuesday afternoon. Be blessed, coming and going, and thank you for hanging out with me on The Morning Buzz.